It's Friday, February 24th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Ukraine on Friday marked the first anniversary of the Russian invasion, celebrating the nation's resilience against a much more powerful enemy as it prepared for a spring offensive to reclaim land still occupied by Moscow. The mood in the Ukrainian capital was of pride and defiance, with the National Opera Theater holding a concert called Ukraine Free and Unbreakable. The Polish Prime Minister and other high-level foreign delegations flocked to the city on the heels of this week's visit by President Biden and by the Prime Ministers of Italy and Spain. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on Friday morning presided over a military ceremony on the square outside Kyiv's ancient St. Sophia Cathedral, handing out decorations to soldiers and presenting unit flags to commanders of newly formed brigades. Meanwhile, China made a fresh call for ceasefire and peace talks to end the war in Ukraine, seeking to cast itself as a neutral mediator in the one-year-old conflict, during which Beijing has struggled to maintain its close partnership with Moscow while not further inflaming tensions with the West. In a 12-point document issued Friday morning in Beijing, China's foreign ministry outlined what it called China's position on the political settlement of the Ukraine crisis, using its preferred label for the war that Russia launched a year ago. The paper summarized a range of public positions that Chinese leader Xi Jinping and other officials have long taken on the war in Ukraine. Though it was short on details, it appeared to offer a veiled warning to Moscow not to escalate the conflict with nuclear weapons. Beijing reiterated its calls for abandoning the Cold War mentality and stopping unilateral sanctions language that Chinese officials have routinely used to criticize the U.S. and other Western powers for their response to Russia's invasion. The paper also criticized the supply of arms to Ukraine and the use of wide-ranging economic tools to pressure Moscow. Around the world, the U.S. is markedly increasing the number of troops deployed to Taiwan more than quadrupling the current number to bolster a training program for the island's military amid a rising threat from China. The U.S. plans to deploy between 100 and 200 troops to the island in the coming months, up from roughly 30 there a year ago, according to U.S. officials. The larger force will expand a training program the Pentagon has taken pains not to publicize, as the U.S. works to provide Taipei with the capabilities it needs to defend itself without provoking Beijing. The number of American troops, which has included special operations forces and U.S. Marines, has fluctuated by a handful during the past few years, according to Defense Department data. The planned increase would be the largest deployment of forces in decades by the U.S. on Taiwan, as the two draw closer to counter China's growing military power. Back in the U.S., a coast-to-coast storm that paralyzed roads and blackened out nearly one million homes and businesses is set to pound California today, sparking warnings of floods and blizzards. The National Weather Service warned of a cold and dangerous winter storm through Saturday. As much as five feet of snow could fall in some mountains near Los Angeles, which could create whiteout conditions as winds gust to 75 miles per hour and an increased risk of avalanches. In the Pacific Northwest, much of Oregon's largest city was shut down after almost a foot of snow fell unexpectedly. 
It took drivers in Portland by surprise, stalling traffic during the Wednesday evening rush hour and trapping motorists on freeways, some of whom spent the night in their cars. And the crew operating a freight train that derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, didn't get much warning before dozens of cars went off the tracks, and there is no indication that crew members did anything wrong, federal investigators said Thursday, as they released a preliminary report into the fiery wreck that prompted a toxic chemical release and an evacuation. The NTSB report, which laid out the facts that investigators have gathered to date, said crew members had no indications the train was in trouble until an alarm sounded just before it went off the tracks. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.